0: Genesis chapter 8. And I will read from verse 1 onwards. Genesis chapter 8. From verse 1 onwards. Then God remembered Noah. And every living thing. And all the animals that were with him. In the ark. I'm going to read verse 1 again. Then God remembered Noah in every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark. I'm going to read this one more time. There's a reason that when God has us read his word more than once. So when we read it multiple times, pay really good attention and just read it. It will bless your hearts, bless your bodies and bless your souls then God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark what is God doing here God is remembering if you're taking notes write this down a very important word here remembered what is God doing here remembering here? What is he bringing to his memory? Or who is he remembering? First is, God remembering. Secondly, who is God remembering? What was God doing? He was remembering. Who was he remembering? Noah and every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark. God is remembering, which equals the time, the set time, the appointed time, For God to execute that which he has planned. That which he has spoken to come to pass. God remembering means, it's not that God forgot about it and then all of a sudden God remembered. Oh, God has memory problems too? No. Or God is wisdom himself. So there's no memory problems with God. The only thing God says that he forgets is the sins of those who repent. That means he chooses not to think about it. Once he says it's gone, according to his word, it's gone. That's it. He chooses to forget about it. He's almighty. But here, when we read in this chapter, or if you read in some other portion of the Bible, where we'll read, God remembered this person, or God remembered that person. It's not like he forgotten suddenly he remembered, or he was doing something and thought, "Oh, I told this to this person. I just remember." No, it's not like that. It means the set time. The set time for God to fulfill that which he has promised has come to pass. What God said will happen. The fullness of time has to come and when the fullness of time comes, God says, now, now I will bring this to pass. So, God did something, which was God remembered. That means that a point of time came and God said, I must do this. God actively working in order to fulfill that which he has promised. This is a word from God to this church. That which God has promised, God will bring it to pass in the fullness of time. God will bring it to pass. God remembers every word he has spoken and he will remember us to bring to pass that which he has spoken. Just like God remembered Noah, God will remember you to do good to you. Why Noah? And why every living thing and all the animals that were with him? Why did God have to remember him and the animals that were with him what makes them important if God must remember to do something that means it says a lot about that person because the God of heaven and earth has some kind of a relationship with that person in order for God to remember. Remember what? That which he promised. If God has promised you something, know this for sure. He will never forget that. We have a song given by God. That we sing in our church. We have it recorded in the box up. remember Lord, the word you've spoken, remember Lord, the word you've given, remember me. Remember Lord, the words you've spoken, remember Lord, the word You've given. Remember me. God remembered Hannah. God remembered Noah. God remembered Elizabeth and Zacharias. God remembered Abraham and Sarah. Like I said, it's not that God forgotten he remembered, no. When that fullness of time came, God said, That which I have spoken to my people. It's time for me to bring it to pass. God says, I will fulfill every word that I have spoken to you. Every word. To whom? To which person will God fulfill every word that he has spoken? Is he randomly going and telling everybody, hey, I have a word for you today. Hey, I have a word for you today. No. Will God do such a thing? No. There's some kind of a relationship that is there between the person and God and and God comes to give them a word. He says, this is what I will be doing. And what word was given to Noah? God said these people, even their imagination and every thought, every imagination is wicked. I'm going to wipe them out, Noah. But you and your people, your family, because they believed and they did what I told them to do. I'm going to do what I promised I will do, which was God said, I'm going to start a new line through you, Noah, through your people, through your family. God said this and then it rained and it rained and rained and rained and rained and rained and looked like the rain was not going to stop, but it stopped and then the waters were still high and it looked like the waters were never going to recede, but it did. Then God remembered Noah. That means now it's the time for me to fulfill that which I spoke, which is to bless them. So that they can multiply. So they can be outside. So that they can live in this world that I created them to be. And so the promise that he made to Noah, God is remembering. Why Noah? Why Noah and every living thing that were with him? What's so special about that? What's so special about that? Noah was a blameless man of God. He was a righteous man of God. Noah was a man who lived uprightly before God. I encourage you to read chapter seven of Genesis. Let's just go to chapter seven, verse one. Then you'll understand why Noah. Chapter seven, verse one. Genesis chapter seven, verse one. Then the Lord came to Noah. Come. Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I've seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. What's the reason? Noah was righteous before God in his generation. And, God was able to trust not only his wife and his children into his care. He did a good job with them. He really brought them, brought his children in the ways of God. And his daughters-in-law and his wife also. He led her in the ways of God. Really good. Noah had a very good testimony. And Noah not only said, I have very good testimony, but my family is rotten because they they just don't want to be like me. No. His fragrance was so powerful. It just captivated the heart of his wife and his children and his son's wives. There was something about this righteous Noah. He had great success in his family life. When God gave him a revelation, his wife, his sons, their wives, they all went right along with it. There's no arguing and no fighting and no, none of those things. They listened. They believed. And they obeyed. So we see here, Noah was a righteous person in his generation. God saw Noah trustworthy and he gave all these animals into his care. Because you are righteous before me in this generation, now you shall take with you seven each of every clean animal, a male and his female, and two of each, and two each of animals that are unclean, a male and his female, and also seven each of birds of the air, male and female, to keep the species alive on the face of all the earth. For after seven more days, I will cause it to rain on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. Now, we have to read this, and we have to read this with great reverence. Because this man Noah was so trustworthy, had such a good reputation before God and before his family. God said, Noah, I'm going to give more into your hands. Noah, I'm going to bless your family. And I'm going to give more into your hands. God could have just wiped everything out. And just like how he created in Genesis 1, he could have just made birds and monkeys and and zebras and all kinds of creatures. And he could have added any many more new. And he could have done all kinds of things. But he chose not to. You know why? Because he could find a person trustworthy. He said, I'm going to have all these animals under Noah's care. Noah and his family are going to take care of all these animals. And I know he'll take good care of them. I know he's going to take good care of them. God entrusted all these animals into Noah's care. It's a a big job to do. Now we can read and say, wow, it should have been fascinating for Noah to see. Lion come inside and tiger come inside the ark and and all these wild beasts They all come. They all stayed in the ark for forty days and forty nights, and when it rained and and beyond, it's not just forty days and forty nights they were in the ark; many more days until the water receded. they were all in the ark. So it was not like, hey, there's a zoo over there. We can just go and say hi, lion, and hi, tiger, and hi, zebra, and hi, elephant, and And we can just go and look at all these rare species, you know, species that you never saw before. You were afraid of now; they're all in front of you, and you feel like this power. Hey, I'm having all these in front of me, and look at me, and no, Noah was not such a person, and that's why God gave them into His hands. There's a great responsibility that comes with expansion. Where? Now Noah has to feed all of these animals. Now Noah has to take care of all their needs. All the animals, that come into the ark. It's not like they're in the ark and that's it. And Noah and his family happily lived a rapture. They all played bingo inside and, and just spent their days there singing songs and No, every day they had work to do. They had a lot of work to do. Think about all the animals in there. They were pretty busy inside the ark. God knew who will really get the job done. Trustworthy Noah and his family. Verse five of Genesis seven. And Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. I want to stop here for a minute. God said, you're going to take these animals and you're going to put them in. Take these animals, seven of this and two of this. And he's giving very specific instruction. God says, you're going to keep these animals in the ark nowhere does it say that then Noah began a search and he started hunting for lions and hunting for tigers and and then he had to somehow attract the birds to come down and no God told him you're going to bring them in he's going to bring them in into the ark but to bring all those animals to where Noah was It was the work of God. So when you look at Noah's life and his great accomplishment of Noah and his family in building the ark, think about that. You know that it's a work that God gave Noah to do. But God never had Noah and his family build the ark all alone. They were not a family that turned and looked around and said, look at us and we are working and look at you people. Nobody's coming and helping me. They were not like Martha. Whether anyone came or not, they did the job because God gave them the job to do. Very beautiful family. A family that was one in spirit and accomplish the work of God every family should become like that be one in the spirit to accomplish the work of God a church should become like that be one in the spirit and accomplish the work of God because the work is great it's huge it's huge God gives the opportunity for all those who say, Lord, count me in, Lord, count me in, count me in, Lord. And they truly mean it when they say it. God will give them something to do. Noah's family did what God told Noah to do. All that was told by God, Noah fulfilled it. Again, it was not Noah and his family just working by themselves. It was God, Noah, and his family. God was the master builder. Noah and his family, they were co-laborers. Without God working, without God giving them the verse, without God giving them the tools, without God giving them the materials, without God causing the animals and the birds to come to Noah, this work wouldn't have been accomplished. Period. Won't have been. God will never give you something to do without Him standing by your side and working with you and through you. We need to have that faith. He will never give us a job to do without He Himself doing it that he himself standing by us to get the job done God is speaking to our hearts this evening it's beautiful the way God connects everything even the morning call, that God spoke whatever God gives to you do it with all your heart cheerfully unto God not unto man Guess what? To such people. God will give everything you need in order to get the job done. And God himself will be there to help you get it done because he wants you to succeed. God is speaking at this hour. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to succeed. That which God has given into your hands. God wants you to succeed. God will work with you. He will work with you. Ministry is partnership with God. Co-laboring with God. If God doesn't provide the strength, we can't do it. If God doesn't provide us the wisdom, we can't do it. If God doesn't provide the resources, we can't do it. The truth is, He always provides. God always provides. He always provides. And God did according to all that the Lord. Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. Faithful Noah. Did all that God commanded him to do. And God did All that he said that he would do. Now you just go to chapter 8, and verse 1. God remembered Noah. Noah finished what God told him to do with God working with him and through him. And then God now says, I'm going to fulfill that which I said I will do. It's the word from God today for the month of July and beyond. Whatever God gives to us usually, it begins, fulfills and it also continues. God is speaking to us today that in this month of July, the God of Noah, who helped Noah to build the ark, Who helped Noah to bring in the animals. Who helped Noah to keep the animals. None of them got sick and none of them died. This God. Very God who kept the animals, who brought the animals, who kept Noah and his family. Who stood with Noah and his family. You see the completion of the ark. This very same God. This very same God. Is in our midst and he says. Just like I gave Noah. The grace to do that which I commanded him to do. And he was able to get it done. God says, God will give you the grace. To do that which God has called you to do, when you do it. And God, in his appointed time, he will remember you. And he will fulfill every word that he has spoken to you. For God is true and he is the truth. Shall we pray? Thank you, Lord, for your word that you've given to us at this hour. Lord, you are almighty, all-powerful. And your word never returns. Void. I pray may each and every single one receive these words you have given and become stronger in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray each and every single person in this household of faith be upright like Noah Be obedient like Noah and his family. Lord, that they may inherit the blessings that you have for them. The very same God who remembered Noah will remember us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, you, Jesus. Thank 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 you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray this month of July. May every single one in this church, oh Lord, experience the freedom. The freedom that comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. May every single one here, Lord, experience the Fullness that comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. That each may do extraordinary things for the living God. For the Lord God gives every strength and wisdom that your people may need in order to do the will of God. Thank you, Father. Bless them. I pray this day. Make each one, Lord, to be like Noah. In this crooked and perverse generation, may they shine as lights, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Continue to bless your people, Father. And I pray that you draw them ever more closer to Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. This month of July, may people stand up and not compromise, Lord, with the people of this world. May each one here have the inner strength, Father, to stand up for what they believe. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, people. Bless the people. Bless the people. Bless you, people, Lord. Bless each and every single one this night. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this word that you gave. I pray, Father. May people, Lord, live by this word. Thank you for doing it. In Jesus' most precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ may the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen, Jesus. Thank you.